0: the woman says.
1: You are from Chicago, you say?
0: How is Chicago this time of year? Well, it's very cold on one day, and then it's very warm the next day. And your children, what do they do? I have two painters, a woodworker, and a writer. How interesting, the woman says. Mine are all lawyers. I have six. My father was a lawyer, Alice smiles. It was a terrible way to grow up. I'm glad none of mine went that way. The woman's facial muscles seem to harden, but are subverted by the skin hanging soft, always, no matter how tight her smile or her frown. It's possible I'm dead, Alice says, looking at the differing blues of sky and water. I'm sorry. Though the woman is looking at Alice, she seems to be most sorry for herself. Alice nods. Yes, I guess I might have died, or be dying. She remembers a hospital room and behind the bed a wall of machines, each emitting a very distinct beep that would draw a different nurse with a different tool. One brought Linda with a suction pump that gathered, painfully, the mucus from Alice's lungs. One brought Kira with a new bag of liquid food to be attached to the feeding tube. The room was always half-dark, permanent evening. At all times at least one of her relatives was in the room. Uneasily, the woman
1: comforts.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. Alice nods again and stretches her legs out, covered in the skin of stockings and wiggles her feet at the ends. Am I dead too, then?
1: I don't know. Did you die? Alice asks. I don't remember dying. Well, maybe you didn't. Under the setting
0: sun, the ship is stained red. The deck looks like a high school cafeteria with small clusters of ladies huddled close together, constellated out over the surface. They remember to worry about things they had forgotten to worry about at first. The slippery surface is of great concern to many who fear the breaking of hips. They fret over husbands, who have been left at home with nothing in the refrigerator. Cats are likely pawing the heavy legs of couches. The couches will never survive the absence of the grandmothers. This will be the end of the couches. They talk about this. They huddle against the wind. Some grandmothers who are quiet in the huddles do not have these things to go back to. Some have not turned off their televisions in years, not in the morning or at night. They have freezers full of food ready packed for quick eating, and the dents in the cushions where they sit all day. Their faces, dimming and brightening in the light, are severe. The dents do not re because they do not have a chance to do so. They are always under butt. These grandmothers nervously check their watches, still set to home time, knowing that right now, right at this moment when the sun is falling, Pat Sajak is about to welcome them, with the help of his generous audience to Wheel of Fortune. Even though they will miss this television evening, those grandmothers, the ones with no one, are not so sorry to be here at sea with so many warm bodies. While they trade stories of survival, the proactive grandmothers who have no time for idle worrying are on a mission to find out what is inside the crates on deck. A set of bolt cutters has been discovered in the engine room. The engines were discovered there as well, but were much too complicated to operate, so the ship continues to float unrumbling. These women have been in strange situations before. In Bermuda, someone says, fingering the gold buttons on her cardigan. Right in the middle of our perfect vacation, a hurricane hit and we had to take the little girl who sold shell jewelry into our hotel room for two straight days. Poor thing had never had a Pepsi Cola before, she recalls. Can you imagine?